0: now entering the
1: Bad Christian Podcast.
2: All right, what's up all you knuckleheads out there in listener land and here in the audience? And yes, I said knuckleheads. That's the original idea I had for a derogatory nickname I could use for you guys, and I really like that one. This is our third live episode, if you're listening to this. We've done Seattle, we've done Portland, and now we're in beautiful Chico, California. Chico. Is home of the. Uh, yeah, s- make some noise, Chico! We'll make- yeah. Chico, California is a sleepy little college town, home of Chico State University. It's also home of the greatest NFL player in history, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And it's also home of the world famous rock band, Number One Gun, and world's most underrated rock band, Surrogate. So that's Chico, California for you. It. It's a beautiful, lovely place. We're happy to be here, so you're you're in for a treat tonight, you local folks and the listener land folks. Uh, tonight on the episode, the, the Chico crowd themselves is gonna be the guest. We're gonna take questions and hear from them. Alright, y'all ready to do an episode? Yes, yes we're one more time from Chico, California.
0: I'm just gonna go hard right now. Three, <laughs> two, two one.
2: Hit it, Joey! Uh, uh, uh.
0: <laughs> Chico's making me feel like my favorite song. All by myself. Y'all know that song? Sing it with me. Gonna be all by myself I went flat. Now that's very they don't clear. care.
3: With the risk of sounding inappropriate, you just told everyone you're gonna go hard right now. <laughs> That's what you said. I mean, what, is, what did you take that to mean? I didn't take it as what it sounded like, but it just what sounded... What did it sound like? What do you, just, what, what are you I I get it. it just sounded I was, perverted. I was thinking like a, you know... Tough. Raise your hand if you thought it sounded perverted. See? Thank you. The majority of no people...
0: No one raised me. their hand, listeners. No, not a single person in Chica. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can force you guys to lie. Well, you know... No, <laughs> if you do anything we don't like, no one will ever see it. All right, so. so
3: Matt, it's important for all of us to acknowledge that we are we've got major juice tonight because our hated most hated football team has gone down and they've gone down in a big fashion. So, I for one am going to need to just kind of calm down a little bit. And who is our so who is our
2: hate, most hated football
3: team that we like to see lose? I think you know that. Are you talking to the crowd again? No, I'm talking That's to you. USC Carolina Gamecocks. We do not like them and they went down. As big you
2: know, today's August twenty eighth when we recorded this and we just saw Texas A and M put a whooping on those game cops. It yes, was we awesome. Did. It was a beautiful sight. <laughs> Next up, Chico
0: State's going down. Is that <laughs> is that a real that's the college, right? Football no football team. You don't have team. a football
3: team? We're gonna dominate you. We're <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> that is true. That's right, true. you never been so, beat. So I'm still a little confused. Um For our listeners, we were in the car today. It was kind of funny because three hours into our trip here to Chico from Portland, Toby starts laughing from the back seat and he's like, Matt, is it your birthday today? And Matt was like, huh? Is it your birthday today? He's just like, yeah. And so Toby and I start laughing our heads off because, I mean, obviously we would have like maybe treated him for breakfast or at least said happy birthday. And you went into your philosophy of why – you don't think that birthdays should be celebrated how they typically are. So what's your well, ideal yeah, You birthday? don't like presents?
2: No, well, I don't like the... No, I, don't, I, there's, I almost don't like anything about birthdays, really. I think the, there's a fundamental problem that people... Happy are, birthday, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, S- should I like we to, sing I, happy birthday to you? No, I don't like to celebrate birthdays. <laughs> happy, happy birthday,
3: birthday to <laughs> you. Your worst Boring. nightmare is coming true. <laughs> birthday.
2: <laughs> Everybody quit. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Happy birthday, Matthew Matthew Carter. Carter. Happy Happy birthday birthday
0: to to
2: you. Our favorite autistic person. It. I appreciate it, but the, let me explain to you. Let's just let's take this in a positive direction. Let me figure out if we, if you guys can help me, we can start it right here in Chico and everybody out there listening to the podcast. This is what I want everybody to do for your birthday. We need to flip it entirely around. Your birthday does not need to be about. Uh, you getting stuff from your friends because the problem with that is if you have a lot of friends and I have a medium amount not even a lot but it's always somebody's damn birthday Yes. and then we have to they want to go to this restaurant where the entrees are $18 for the whatever it is because it's their birthday and not only do I have to pay for mine and my wife's meal I have to pay chip in on the birthday person's meal right <laughs> so if you have a lot of friends and they want to go go-karting for their birthday or they want to go to this place then you, you just you're on the hook yeah, all if you the have time 50 friends you do it once a week If you have 50 friends you do it once all a week year. so i find it completely arrogant to want to want people to go do something for your birthday now i think of it real more quick like
3: a, whatever happened to saying hey i can't make it tonight man i'm really sorry happy birthday <laughs> Seems simple enough.
2: Yeah, but what he's saying is you want to hang out
3: with your I friends on hang their out. birthday. I would like want to, to celebrate. celebrate. What I'm saying
2: is people. Well, why they, you got to pay for it? You got to pay for everything. And then think about it with kids and kids' presents and stuff oh, like that. That's so the here's worst. all I'm saying is we need to treat birthdays like weddings. You have your wedding. It's the best day of your life. If it's important to you, your ass pays for it. So here's what we do. But everybody well, brings presents. Yeah, but it's simple. I mean, they don't have to. It's not. It's not about that. So, right. wh- what we do at my house is we have a party once a year. We're gonna have ours in a couple of weeks when they get home, and we have a we throw a party at my house. It's wine and cheese party. We get some nice cheese and salamis and wine, and people come over and we throw the party. And if it's yeah, maybe it's my close to my birthday, and some people know that. We don't even really advertise it as such, but that's what you need to do. Is if everybody out there, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it's more like a pay it forward thing. If you for your birthday, do something awesome for all your friends. Now, once a week, something badass is going on. It only costs you once a yeah, year. Yeah, but what I didn't and the whole year would flip for everybody, and everybody would enjoy everybody's birthday way more.
3: What I didn't understand in the car though is you basically said the best birthday ever were to have been if Toby and I did not discover it was your birthday. I would have really and enjoyed you could that. tell us the next day it was my birthday yesterday, and no one said anything. That, you said that was ideal for me. I actually like how ha- and, and I have a great wife. She's birthdays very, aren't
2: special. You you don't do anything to get it. Everybody's got one. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but it's just so a culture I, what, do I, what am I getting celebrated it's for. It's a Nothing. culture not day of
3: saying, Man, we're celebrating your life. So I for one actually like a day where everyone wants to let me make the call, especially when I have four kids. My wife is just like, Look, I want you know, Priscilla's really awesome through I mean, lots of days. She wants me to have my way and that sort of thing and she you know, likes to do special things for me. But on my birthday, everything's out the window. It's like, how do you want your day to go exactly? And I can just say... I don't like that day. Well, Matt's I plan it. is it's really that. kind
0: of funny because it actually is Christ-like. Because like, you know, exactly. Jesus was born, died for my sins. Every year I get a go-kart. Or I get a press, you know, you know what I mean. So he gives, he gave his life for me, and also I get a racetrack or something like that. But I do think that there is an age limit because if I told my four year old, "Hey, on your birthday," but no, you got you t- well, to work hard and get everybody here. I don't think she would like that.
2: No, I. But I, you know, the thing with a birthday is you didn't earn anything on it, so it's just like you know, it's just not. A spe- I don't think of it as a special day for me, and I don't. I just don't like it that way. So it, I got a bunch of text messages today. So the first one I got said, hey, I think it was Devin uh, texting me. Happy birthday, Matt.'" And I wrote, thank you, exclamation point. And I, so as soon as I did that, I, I, I selected it on my iPhone and hit copy. And then <laughs> 20 more times a day,
0: <laughs> so I pasted it. So, people so that's a thing said, now? Thank
2: you, exclamation point, paste. So you got an <laughs> insincere pasted. If you got a thank you back from me and you texted me today, it was an insincere paste of my thank you. So years. that's what smart- And I was irritated that I had to do it. Right. So that, don't do it, it next that's year. That's the
0: culture we live in now that, that, that you know there used to be you just fake laughed in person. Now you fake
2: thank fake? you. I, ex- <laughs> like, as, if, as if anybody I'm would buy fake it from thank me that, 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 that was a person. legitimate explanation. Because you, you point. didn't want to actually thank them. I felt like I had to, but I didn't want to. And next year, don't text me.
3: Now will you do anything with your Facebook page because there's hundreds of people that have wished
2: you have a happy birthday on Facebook no. obviously. You won't touch it? I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. That's just me. I mean, th- that's the the least sincere thing possible is a Facebook happy birthday. Don't leave me one next year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, this is going on to this co- other conversation we we're having. And what I noticed about you, when when this started, okay, uh, and this is for the listeners as well. I, don't, you, I wrote a blog post about this, but um, I have struggled with anxiety. Pro- I believe it really started happening after we had kids. After Jess and I had kids, I started feeling weird, you know, like a weird palpitations or I'd get weird vision or just the real it was and i didn't know what was going on i thought i was dying it's really funny if something bad happens like my heart or anything i They're immediately laughing
4: go to, right yeah here. i
0: know well i i, I laugh too because <laughs> the truth is i immediately always go to death i don't go to well my heart's a little weird i go i'm dying i'll be dead in a minute this is it i always go to the ultimate immediately even if it's anything and so uh and what i noticed this week is we're starting this tour and matt is going through the same thing in fact the night, uh, I guess it was the night before the first show, you couldn't even sleep. Like, you woke up at 4, kind of had not necessarily chest pain, but you were just un- uneasy and uncomfortable. And I've never seen you do that before. I was before. thinking so, it could have been indigestion. Okay, well, well, my question is, you, do we? is it something that's in you, or do you develop that? You developed anxiety.
2: I don't know. I've never I've never had it. I've always thought people ought to knock it off kind of a thing if they had anxiety. Kind like
0: they are being silly. Not
2: that being silly, but, it, I mean, it, it clearly is mental, right? So to me, I've never have been very sympathetic to it. But I would have to admit, and to me, I feel sh- really ashamed when I told you guys the next morning that I felt like I was anxious. It, it wasn't just a simple thing. Like I felt it physically, and so now, what do you I was mean ashamed when you say, of that.
3: When you say mental, do you mean that it's mental... You should be able to control that, or do you mean mental, like my depression, for instance, which we've discussed many times, that I don't feel like I have a whole...
2: You know I have a hard time with that. I know you have a hard
3: time understanding, but what do you mean when you say it's mental? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm saying Because usually when I say Toby, it's just mental, I'm basically insinuating you should be able to control it. Okay, he doesn't have anxiety in his butt, in his brain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have if, if so what I'm saying is that to me, I'm like having to admit to myself that I think this is anxiety brought on by stress, by a bunch of stuff, and I've noticed it when it started affecting me physically. Like if my I could feel it in my chest. Or if uh, I'm having trouble sleeping, you know, just sleep disturbance, those things are classic signs. If you saw them on a thing, it'd be, oh, do you have anxiety? Where are you at with that? Is it a panic attack? Which I don't think was that, but how would I know? So if something's affecting me physically, but it's, to me, the stress and the situation, because, oh, I'm trying to take care of my family and be a good husband, and we have these shows coming up, and what's it going to be like to do a podcast, and is my gear going to work, and I need a new guitar tuner? I mean, those things all compile. To me, those are mental things, and now... They've manifested as a physical thing, so that, that that's that's kind of weird. So, so it's, if I could control my brain better, but the physical stuff goes away. What, what does that mean? But it's so it's a, speci- a specific
0: anxiety, right? Because you don't have social anxieties. Like no. You don't have like I'm in a big I'm in a room with a bunch no. of people and I feel awkward. No, it, it's it so feels to
2: me like it feels like a pressure. Like, See, right? do you not
0: think that that actually comes from having kids? I think mine yeah, totally came worse, from that. Yeah. I, mean, well, I think I mean, once I got that responsibility year, but of but oh my god, before. here's a... Like, human. I got to keep it alive. Then uh, I couldn't sleep at night. My heart beats crazy. I get weird vision and light. Well, here's what I realized
2: stuff. about it. It's a cumulative thing. So anxiety's got to be cumulative because I'm not thinking about necessarily my daughter or any given thing at a time. But, I, you know, you can wake up in the middle of the night and freak out about that morning when I woke up. I woke up at 430 in the morning and I couldn't sleep. And I thought, oh, we left the, all the gear in the car. So I got up and went outside, snuck out so I he didn't hear me, and moved my car into the garage. Because I was thinking, what if somebody steals it and all the gear's gone and the hard yeah. drive with the podcast and maybe there's some files from the record on there? And so that that is not the source of my anxiety. But that at that time, that's what that's what I was feeling. So to me, this is all brand new. And I know See, I've heard I, people a million times say they have anxiety, but I don't think I've ever really had it until like this daggum week. But it's a mental thing that manifests itself physically.
0: Yeah. Right? Weird. But
3: see, that's that's the distinction that I think is super, super important because if you write all anxiety off as it's mental and it has physical manifestations, then you make some people feel really bad because then they're just like, okay, well I need to try to control it. Where I think there's a different category of some people where it's caused physically and the physical uh, chemical part makes them mentally anxious. And I think that that's an important <laughs>
1: distinction. Why are you laughing? Uh,
0: I can't take you seriously because you have your hat on to the side and you look <laughs> you look like a mental institution patient <laughs> telling me about anxiety. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, well, he does look considerably better than last yeah, night. Yeah,
0: last night Joey wore his bedtime clothes for the show, so this is a I bit apologize. How, well, how many people here struggle with anxiety? If you're not ashamed or feel uncomfortable, man, that's a, a, a lot of hands. How about depression? Now, how many depression how many how many people have kids here you guys have do you guys have anxiety you don't <laughs> uh. <laughs> you guys are married husband wife yeah. and so the husband said he yeah yeah sometimes i do have anxiety right, I, wife's like, eh, Do you yeah mind, mind
3: if i ask how old y'all are i'm 23 23
2: and 28 so I mean, just totally you, laid back nothing nothing do you too get this a lot
3: her. you look like you're in high school i know okay, that's not a diss either in 10 years, you're going to be very thankful for those compliments. Right now, maybe it's like, oh, that sucks. I look like I'm in high school. Yeah, I know. I had the exact
0: opposite experience in my life. I immediately in middle school looked like the dad from Wonder Wonders. <laughs> I didn't have a chance.
3: I would kill to look like I was in high school. That never happened. I was talking to someone last night, and she actually came up to me, and basically her and her husband, they have recently started a house church And it wasn't in any sort of like, well, maybe it was an aversion to the church that they were going to, but it wasn't in a snotty way of, we know better, but they just said that how church is set up, they just can't be a part of it. And they said, we're doing a house church, we have community, and that's our church. Do you guys think that how we know church nowadays is going to soon be a thing of yesterday? Like your typical Sunday That's morning. That's a big
2: question, Joey. How long have we got here, buddy? Um, Where are we at on time, you know?
3: Yeah, we got about 10 more minutes.
2: Okay. Well, um, first of all, I think overall, whenever I, hear drink that, on that note. whenever I hear that, I'm a little bit, I have this weird push-pull with, with that because anybody who's thinking about it and dialoguing on that level, I really respect because it sounds like they're thinking through it. So that person is the opposite of the most casual churchgoer. Right, so that's yeah. credit for that. But also, I always think it seems like you're just trying to get away from 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 something and not be accountable to anything. And I don't I don't know how it shakes out in for somebody to not have any structure or authority or any type type of leadership um, through a church. It sounds almost too reactionary at the same time. Yeah. So I don't have necessarily a solution, but. If it's a house church or something small, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. But but I draw the line when people say I stop going to church. But like you know, if two or three gather in the name, that's like well, right. we, we go. Or to I feel closest to we...
3: God when I'm in the wilderness. Yeah. That's when I'm on I my need. surfboard,
2: I'm closest to God. That, I mean that that's sometimes people go that far with it, and I think that that's a that's kind of a cop out of of what we need to do. For, well, the danger or,
0: is it, it, it it's the exact same thing as a mega church's movement is exact same as a small movement. Or small group movement. If it's all about the movement, right. then it I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? If it's not about the, the gospel or something. So I think that's dangerous. Now, I believe what they're saying and, and what I feel too is, just like this this moment here, this feels to me uh, awkward. Like you guys are just looking at me talking. I mean, that, that feels damn awkward to me. I, I don't know what in the hell I'm doing in Chico, California, talking to people and them wanting to hear what I have to say. But it's real I mean, I can't get away from this. I can zone out of a sermon. I can zone out a, and sneak in the, the back, sit in the back row, the nicer the do the communion and leave is. or something like that. So I think the best thing about a smaller situation is you can't escape it. Like right now, I can't escape it. You guys aren't going to be able to escape it. We're going to force you to talk in a few minutes. And there's no, no way in hell you're getting out of here without doing it. And I think that that's awesome because it's just real and it's scary and uncomfortable to, to ask a question or say something weird. I was telling somebody. Uh, I, I probably said this on the podcast too, but one of the coolest moments of my life was there was a guy who is a, a retired rocket scientist. <laughs> that sounds crazy, In, almost insane man. And we were all talking. We're sitting around <laughs> with. A, I'll sit, it was me and like all these fifty to sixty five year old guys, and this one guy's a retired re- rocket scientist, and he. Uh, we were talking about the Trinity. And I've heard about the Trinity my entire life. I'm just like, yeah, you know, Trinity, yes, yeah, sure, yeah, three in one, we get it, not a big deal. And out of nowhere he goes, um, I don't pray to the Holy Spirit, I pray to Jesus, what are y'all talking about? And everybody went, uh, hold on now, <laughs> we're not going to question the Trinity here. And I was like, oh, man, we're
2: talking about something real here. This guy just made a point that's, let's talk about it. I mean, and... It, that's not scary. So like even we, a rocket scientist can understand the Trinity. No, a rocket scientist can't, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: the Trinity is that mysterious yeah. for sure. And now you guys have been friends ever since. That was Matt.
0: <laughs> yeah, that actually was Matt.
2: Yeah, that young rocket scientist was
0: <laughs> But my point
3: is, I think
0: that in a smaller setting, everything is better. And, and nobody actually knows the data on, well, on, on the megachurches either. What's going to happen? there's a of people, happen?
2: though, and you, you've seen them a million times, who they jump out of a church because of a very like specific reason why they should have been in church. Like somebody questioned them or asked them or confronted oh, them yeah. or they met some resistance, and therefore they abandoned church for some smaller setting where they thought they could hide. You know, I agree that with you, but, that, but that, that's the problem
0: with it is that the church system is set up so that you can hide. And then if it just so happens you get called out, screw that, I'm out of here. Yeah, So that's why it's just no... It, it, I was about to say it's no good. It is very good, but I think that there had and honestly, I don't know the answer. How do you go from big and, and big meaning even three, four, five hundred people to hey, yeah, you really need to meet in somebody's living room and, and have real, real life together? I don't know if that's the answer either. I think people are just experimenting and trying, but I, I don't know. I mean, our church is in, super in this huge media. There is one groups. other
2: important note here in this media age. If there was super fruitful, amazing. Awesome small communities that were not on the big scale and didn't have PR and all this stuff, you wouldn't know about it. Is the only thing, so you can't even say that that's not actually working currently. You wouldn't, it, you just wouldn't see it or and know. That's about it.
3: actually what a lot of pushback is for the house church church movement because people don't have access to say, "Oh, I want to go there." Which I think that's the dumbest pushback. It's like, but the house church should be out there. Where it wouldn't even matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I think that the megachurch culture, which uh, all three of us are a part of, I think we've kind of set out to say, "Oh, if they would just come to us, then we're good to go." Where if a house church meets and it's just Christians and they're not
2: getting any unbelievers to come there,
1: who cares? Well, they let, should be let me out, there one, out anyway.
2: I, I totally agree. I think it's a good point. Well, let me suggest one major flaw of the megachurch model would be if taken to its extreme. We would eventually just have whoever is the best at it. That's the That's every... It's one. There's yeah. only one church. It's mega video. It streams to everybody directly. There's one authority structure because it's the best one, right? It'd be like a monopoly business-wise. If it's all like business, whoever's the best business would be the best church, and that would be the Coca-Cola
3: church. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, what
0: is the tension? Like, we experience this all the time, and, and I don't know if you guys out here... Uh, I'd love to if you guys chime in maybe in the next segment, but... Yeah. There is some tension, right, with church today. Maybe Apple could start a church. Oh, it would be the best one, wouldn't it? it would just, we would all go to it. <laughs> uh,
1: <you have> a, <laughs> it would just solve everything.
0: You'd have a genius communion bar. Oh, man. That'd be, oh, God, would be the best one. If Apple one.
2: would start a church, then I think we'd be in business. Maybe that would be the answer. Oh, man. Or it could be the Antichrist. But I think yeah, it probably maybe, would be. I, but I do think it maybe it's probably the best answer I could, I've had so far. Well, what what is the tension, though, that
0: everybody's having with, with church as it is right now? I mean, Joey and I work at a mega church, and yeah, there's and so much I like about it, honestly. I mean, and, and they're super open. I, I I can't believe they allow us to do this podcast. I can't believe they support us so much. I can't believe how much truth is preached there and how much good is done. I think church in you general. You can't believe
3: the number of human sacrifices we've yeah, done the, on the, Sunday mornings. And I mean, goats. Humans yeah. and goats. <laughs> they do Snakes, all that
0: good stuff. But... Um, <laughs> But seriously, I just think well, there's some kind of tension growing, and I don't know what it is. I don't know well, how do you – what is it? What is there's a t-
3: tension because people Why are, are people
0: going to small groups instead of a big church? What's so bad about it? Yeah, and then – What's the, more real about it?
3: But the same question you could ask, why are there so many fake, surfacey small groups? I mean, it's just it's, – it's a huge mess, I think. And I really believe that the mess, it's rooted in people just not wanting to make Jesus the hero. I really do believe that is it. That's what would be the remedy for churches to feel like, oh, we've got to be the biggest church out there. It's because they don't really truly, I don't want to say that. I think it's it's okay to say
2: that. I think you're on the right track there. I'll tell you the truth. You don't want to say that, that the fact that a church wants to be the biggest church means they don't trust Jesus enough at least, right?
3: Yeah, but I guess I don't want to blanket make a blanket statement because I know the hearts of a lot of pastors that we work under, and that is not what they operate by, for sure. But I do think there are a lot of churches that think, Ugh, until we're at 200, people are not doing anything. And it's just like, that's not even the right question to ask. I mean, who who cares? But that's what I'm saying. It's hard
0: to not to say that because this American culture is just get bigger, do more, be Walmart.
2: I mean, that's what it's trying to be. Get the most people in the Walmart church would be about the worst church. <laughs> I mean, Apple would make a great, and Walmart would be the worst church. You yeah, yeah you'd have it to wait. It would be wait. the most
0: popular church in the world. It would be, yeah. You'd, you'd have, have to Walmart wait two hours, hours the just church. to get communion. <laughs> you know?
3: You'd have to wait in a two-hour I mean, line. It, no,
0: it would be a 15-minute sermon with really <laughs> quick, easy lines to get it out. Would really it would be really easy to go there. It would be the yeah. easiest church
3: you could go to. Walmart? It,
0: yeah. No but, way. I just was out of Walmart. It took me like. That's what I'm saying. You went to it. You didn't go to the small small (laughs) boutique. You didn't go to the small group business to get your toothpaste. You're like, yeah, where's Walmart? i got to go over there right now. That's that's what we do with our Christianity for sure. I I think that the problem is, and this is what I'm getting at, and we're going to be writing some stuff and and books and stuff about this, but I keep mulling over my mind is that people do not care right now, have been taught not to totally care about their faith in a sense of, it's a daily, ongoing process that is refining and changing you, and it's scary today, and then the next day you feel okay, because that's real life. I mean, today uh, I might be making a living, tomorrow I might be fired, or today I might, might not be suffering depression, tomorrow I might, and that's real life, and it seems like it's a little too smooth. Christianity is trying to get a little too smooth, like, man, as long as you come here one day a week, uh, you get your fix. You, it'll last you till about Saturday night, and you'll get your fix again, and you just keep going. And that's what Christianity is. You do a good deed here. You go work for Habitat for Humanity for a Saturday. You know, you make sure you give a little bit here outside, and then uh, Christianity check it off.
2: So I think we're going to talk more about that. Goodness but gracious! Hang on, hang on a second. Well, I, mean, I, I don't know whether to really make fun of or give props to you fading that music up while Toby was talking. Yeah. It's a really subtle clue. I, I kind of appreciate it, but it's almost like you were just at an awards show or, or it's like a commercial yeah. break coming I'm, get, I'm so. getting the red light. I got to go. <laughs> no, it that was, was well, good You work, could have Joey. been like Kanye and said, F that, man. <laughs> I stopping.
3: No, but that was just my cue of you guys being able to pick up your guitars. Was so we're going to play a song. And I want you guys to be thinking of uh, some questions that y'all want to ask because that's when we're going to do our interactive thing, is between songs. So good thank praise. you guys. Y'all enjoying it so far? Yes. <laughs> Tell us your name and city. All
4: right, my name is Jeff. I am.
3: Can you hold the microphone?
4: Uh, yeah, my name is Jeff. I'm from Chico. I because you guys are talking about church and what that looks like now, and uh, I think people are are moving away from church because it's it's uh, it's not filling that that real life need. Like you guys are talking about, like you live your life every on a day to day basis, right? And and I think um, people just want that that honesty and that reality, but they don't get it in church because. I, at least for me, church is kind of this place where you just, you just put on a face and you, you go through the motions, um, you, know, what, you know, whether you're really into it or not, but, you know, you know other people aren't being as real with you as, as they could be. That's something you guys are really into is being open and honest and just how you are or whatever, you know, you cuss or you smoke or you drink, whatever.
0: I think it's okay to say this too, and, I, and this might – nobody ever says this except for kids, Church is boring sometimes, too. Like, when I think about waking up on a Sunday morning and not hanging out with my family and going and sitting and getting a lesson or something like that, like, I think if, if I had taken a college class my entire life, and this is as much as I had learned, it would be the worst college in the history of the world. You know what I mean? Like, like seriously. It'd be, it would be it would be unaccredited, and it would be silly, because all the classes are about me trying to figure out something or something like that. And that, that's not what I need. I need to find... Fig- if God is real, we need to figure out more about Him, not more about how I operate in this world, because if I know more about God, then I would know how to operate in this world. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's that's the problem there, and I think what you're saying, that's what we were getting at earlier, is just that frustration of, what what is it? Why don't I want to go to church? You know what I mean? Why do I want to, I, I mean, I wake up super early and get there, we're, we're a mobile campus, and I wake up there, and there's something that's not totally real. I can't, it's not tangible, I'm... I'm for the listeners out there, I'm shaking my hand like Johnny Manziel or something, I but I work at a church. But everybody doesn't want to go to work. No, yeah, 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 yeah. sure, sure. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just work. But I would say I love it. I love the community aspect of it, and I love so much about church, but there's something that feels, I mean, and part of it, too, I believe is, it feels too political in a sense of top-down leadership or something like that, like, that where's the innovation? Like, I, th- I feel like we're all inspired by being innovative. Or some, this, this person you never knew before said, hey, what about this? And then everybody jumps on board. You know what I mean? Like, we were talking about the other day. That, like, that, that, like, the idea of, of the technology of Facebook or something like that, like, that, that's crazy. Like, that didn't exist. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, when Mark Zuckerberg was in college, it didn't really exist. Uh, you, you know what I mean? I know there was, like, Friendster and all that good stuff. But, I mean, like, the idea of something that could be so uh, huge Like that. And and like I heard somebody say the other day that the top five jobs 10 years from now don't exist right now. And that's not happening in the church. In the church, the top five jobs in church will have to exist 10 years from now. That doesn't make sense. We're not moving. We're not changing. We're like, oh, this is what we're sticking with, except for everybody's kind of leaving it because it doesn't feel as innovative or creative. Like it doesn't feel like we own it. You know what I mean? It feels like, well, okay, this is what it is. My parents did this. Now I got kids. I guess I better take my kids to it. We'll go here. It's kind of good, you know, and I, I don't really like it that much, but what am I going to do? Who am I? That guy's smarter than me. He knows more about God than me, so forget it, and that's bullshit. I should know more about God than anybody. I'm a, I'm calling myself a Christian. You know what I mean? I, I, a vegan doesn't call himself a vegan and go, yeah, but meat's not, uh, uh, meat's a vegetable. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you're a Christian, know, know your shit, and that's what I, I'm trying to do and want to do, and there are people that have that gift, and I think that's, that, I don't know. I'm, I'm out here now. Sorry, we we're just He's trying to play there. some songs. <laughs> hey, we're with you, man.
3: Well, we well, we right. got you back.
2: Um, yeah, I I agree with you, but at the same time, but, no, I don't know. What but
3: Toby, we, we heard someone say something, and, and you may be able to remember exactly what they said, but they said if you're walking, uh, 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 I think it was Pastor Chip Judd, if you're walking two steps or one step in front of someone, you're a leader. If you're walking five steps ahead of someone, then what do you say? You're, you're a just martyr. you're a martyr, yeah. and uh, I think that's what we have to that's figure the out. the Problem
0: is, how do you bring people along? How do I bring along my parents to where I'm at? You know what I mean? Like they like they grew up. My my Pawpaw was a pastor. It was hellfire and brimstone. Every service was about get right with God. Are you going to go to hell? And so, how do they change their shift to go? Wait a minute. Uh, this isn't Christianity. Isn't just about doing right. It's about God changing me and. We were talking about this. We, we're, we just did a podcast uh, that's going to come out in the future with Dan from uh, the band Jars of Clay, and he just said something that really struck me. Uh, we, we read the Bible to have some kind of mor- morality, and we say that Bible is our morality when it, that's not actually the case. Our morality is just this idea of a thing that we live by. What we should be doing is adhering to Jesus or God or the Creator um, and Him influencing us to do right. We want to do right, not, oh, well. Yeah, I shouldn't uh, cheat on my wife or do want, too many he drugs says or something. That you like. want
2: we want every single verse, yeah, one to two, to have a specific application immediately to my life, and that's just not the case. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, it, well, so as far as the innovation thing goes, I have not, not thought about that before. But as far as innovation goes, the church is not driven for innovation. But if you want to think about economics, or if you want to think about it in an academic way, all capitalistic anything that you're talking about there is driven by supply and demand so it's pretty clear that when you talk looking at christianity if there was a demand for good stuff or innovation or growth it w- for sure it would be there so is l- it really is a lack of demand on on the people in the church
0: a demand for what what are you saying Inno, innovate like innovation. apple and these no, other companies and, and are innovative and they're going forward it's not
2: the it's not the pastor's fault they are simply supplying but i believe the that, demand.
0: but i think it's because we've been not tricked but we've become accustomed to the idea that christianity involves a sermon that is basically Be, opening the bible and it's about everything you. else
2: in the world is because that's what the consumer wants and so is church they're yeah, getting yeah, what yeah. you no, no, give yeah. I you, agree. Everybody out there in church is getting exactly Exce- what. Except they for that's want. where the
0: angst comes from because you go, well, this isn't even real. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, I, I mean, I'm going to church and they're going to play a rock song and then they're going to tell me how this verse in the Bible means uh, there's three steps to this verse and point, well, hopefully point we're a, seeing B and C, well, and hopefully we're lead.
2: seeing the underpinnings and the first growth yeah. of a change in the demand for what yeah. we want to see, and then the innovation hopefully will follow. No, I agree. But you can't necessarily fault the people that are supplying. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just doing the thing. So I do start by blaming the churches and the congregation themselves. You,
4: you got a question? Uh, ben Hatch from Oroville. Uh, first, uh, w- something that you guys might think is funny, uh, it's involved X Church, but uh, <laughs> my friend bought a shirt that says Jesus Loves Porn Stars, and uh, he played it w- um, playing the bass at church, and that was like the last... Last time he uh, played bass. They, they, really? Well, they
2: made him not go. To, they, they said he couldn't play bass at church anymore because he wore the shirt? Yeah, pretty much. Not yeah. like don't wear the shirt anymore even?
4: Uh, well, it was like, like. you're out. It was kind of more that way. He just, he just, it rubbed him the wrong way, so he just like stopped playing. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. But, um, and then, so to add on to like the political and um, I guess um, reviving the church and whatnot. um. I think the political part uh, is just. I was at uh, Bayside in Sacramento, and um, they were talking about how like World Vision changed their um, like statement to let gay people um, uh, work there. Those bastards. Yeah. (laughs) So so then the pastor. Work for them. Yeah. (laughs) So then the pastor was like saying that, and I was thinking, oh, okay, you know, he's 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 gonna agree with them, but then he's like, yeah, and then uh, there was such an uproar. Thankfully, and then they reversed their decision, and then I was just like, "Man, <laughs> so like, um, just that political in the church where it's just like so one voice kind of thing, where a lot of us like younger people um, want to have a voice too, but there isn't really any." Um, well, there's
2: there's two things going on there. One is it's it is a good thing that people hear from a uh, unregulated internet land. That's yeah. a good thing, yeah. Because you you get a response. I mean, we can just pay attention to our Twitter feed or Facebook comments, mm. and yeah, we make fun of a lot of it. But you can you can get a st- like. You know how to dismiss stupid comments, and mm. you know how to you know read ones that are real. And it is an, a nice wealth of information to be able to monitor what individuals think. So it's nice that the internet allows us that opportunity. But it is used for really bad when it becomes. Like this political tsunami yeah. where you, you, your hand is forced, and we mm. see that there's a ton ton of organizations and churches and stuff that are going through that when it's just like there's nothing you can do. your hand is forced because of the tire mm. you, people are gonna pull sponsorships it happens you know on every corporate level yeah and and everything so what w- you're you're saying that wor- you were disappointed that world vision, Reverse their statement because of the public tide. You thought the guy had a good conviction, and then he, he just went back on it?
4: Well, it was just like the pastor was saying, like, the World Vision changed their uh, whatever, that, to let gay people um, work there. Mm-hmm. And I thought the pastor was, like, agreeing with that. And then he said that there was, like, such an uproar with people that they reversed their decision. And then he said, that's a good thing. And then it was just like, and there was thousands of people at that church, and it's just like... He has such a voice, and then he, you know, says that. And says you like, know what really confused me about your question
2: was: I assume you said you went to a Bayside concert in oh. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Here, here's here's one. You're thing. saying you went
3: to the, a church called Bayside, <laughs> yeah, in San yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. Like like safe. I about. thought he went to a Bayside I think, show. I,
4: th-
0: <laughs> I do think that, <laughs> that the lead singer was talking about world vision. Yeah. yeah, I do think the base. I do think the Bayside singer is against homosexuality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, I think
2: yeah. one thing to remember.
3: And this should reinforce this: um, is your disappointment in the leader?
0: <laughs> What'd you just say? I'm listening.
3: No, I want to know what you just said.
0: I, l- I told Matt, just look at Joey. Just look at him. <laughs> your hat was way <laughs> up, and you look like a mental institution patient. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us what you, your great wisdom. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm learning to do this. I'm sorry.
0: It just is funny. Go ahead. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt your point. That's I think it's okay. a good one.
3: You did. Um, <laughs> but I think realizing the disappointment that you have in this leader is okay and that we should all start to be okay with people inside of the church disappointing us because that further reinforces that there's only one guy that we should be looking at. And I know you know that and I think Mm -hmm. you're lamenting over the fact that, yeah, but he has such a great voice. Yeah, but then your voice needs to be amongst other people saying, yeah, but we love that guy. He's a fellow brother in Christ. We may not agree with him or we may, um, you know, vehemently disagree with him. But either way, regardless, he's not the one that we should be looking at for all of our cues anyway. Now, that does not mean that we're anti-leadership. I mean, um, I know these guys for sure and Toby working with me. I mean, we're all about leadership. We're all about honor. um, But we're not about putting someone on a pedestal that they cannot fulfill. So, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe that pastor is completely wrong. Duh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can you believe a pastor is wrong? I mean, that should—that's probably going to be the case pretty often. That should know?
0: be normal. That that should be totally one hundred percent normal. Hey, man, our pastor said something today, and he was just way off, and that, but that doesn't happen. So, I, I think that's probably what you're saying is that you had hoped that maybe he would be like, "Wow, okay, there, th- this is something." Now, he, here's the other thing too about that—that that like, like for example, if you take the issue of homosexuality if it's an issue then it's, we just talk about it and it's back and forth if you put a face on it if you have a friend who is who is gay that changes everything whoa i mean we i have friends who are gay and i go well i just can't talk about it like it's just wrong because they're like well i mean what if you woke up tomorrow and everybody uh, you know a majority of people said that having sex with a woman is bad would you stop doing it? You know what I mean? Like, I, that would be hard for me, because I really enjoy it, having <laughs> sex with my wife. Yeah, w- sex with women's really freaking awesome. And so I would tell you, yeah, I don't know, man, that book's kind of, because this is pretty awesome. That, you're telling me, don't. So, I mean, I can at least understand I would have a problem with that. So I don't understand why we get so scared about that. Are we actually scared of giving a gay person a job? That is so outrageous to me. Is our God that weak? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, is our God so weak that if we give a gay person a job, all our children are going to be gay tomorrow? Like, seriously, I I mean, are we all going to turn gay? (laughs) Wait a minute. uh Uh-oh, there's gay marriage now. I'm gay. Oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what does that mean? That's silly. I I mean, if we're talking about people, then we can talk about sin in general. If we're talking about an issue, then we can only talk about that issue, and that makes it just super... Huge and, and way crazier, and everybody gets all up in arms about it, and then it's just it's just silly for sure. So, all right, how about another question or comment? Pass it around. We're at, we're passing around joints, not microphones. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> Name city.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm Chico transplant, originally from
4: Texas and Bay Area, but uh, I kind of want to touch on two things. First, um, I was actually kind of curious about your guys's. Uh, thoughts on the line between uh, promoting homosexuality and uh, versus, um, like, not bashing on it, but not ex-
2: being unaccepting of it. And kind of what I mean by that is, as a Christian, we want to love everybody, and we want to accept people for who they are and, and love on them unconditionally, as
4: Christ c- tells us to. But at the same time, how, c- how do you do that and still not promote what you believe to be a sin. Really? Yeah. Uh, let,
2: me, let me redirect that one second and said your main concern was you, you're afraid of what if you promoted sin. I 100% promise you that you promote sin. Your The main way that people, you promote sin is not on your official positions. It's how you interact with people when you promote sin. Whether you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm with these guys sometimes we get in conversations and, I don't know. I, I think sometimes we go too far with this or that, or maybe I promote sin with my, in my marriage by, like, provoking my wife. Or There's tons of ways I promote sin. It's almost never all my documented on paper what my position on this issue is. What are you worried about? I mean, what are you, like, as if people are looking to you to know whether it's a sin or not, and then they're going to go do it or not do it based on your endorsement. I mean, it's just, that's just not, the, I just don't see how that as is an issue. You may have it wrong.
1: And I, I don't mean that, I, I don't like, mean man, that as already. attack.
2: I don't mean that as attack. What I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, I think good. what we're looking for is like it's just like I want to be make sure I'm safe. But yeah. I mean, it's not like your position is gonna. Really well, a impact simple you.
0: answer with that too is I promote sin.
2: I promote sin, sin all the do. time.
0: I do it all the time. I don't want to. I, I, I wish I didn't. You're not even sure there all the ways that you do. But there's a billion things I do. Yeah, yeah. But and your and official, official position
2: yeah. on a checklist is not the yeah. primary way that you promote like,
0: like, sin. I, like seriously, like going to Walmart, am I making child like, kids that are seven, eight years old work 12 hours a day in some country or something to get me some very cheap toothpaste or something? I don't know. I mean, I actually don't know. Am I doing an ongoing sin right now that I don't even know about? Am I, am I treating the world terribly, people and the earth and all that stuff badly on something I don't even think care is a sin? You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't care, or whatever it might be, driving here and, and polluting the world, not being a good steward of the earth or whatever it might be. And what's
3: great, let me say this. Uh, can when, I keep going? When you, I'm just going to say one little thing, and I want you to continue because it's actually exciting me. When you're saying that, some people hear doom and gloom. I hear, Jesus is so glorious. It's unbelievable. Jesus yeah, or, or, saved us yeah we we if
0: God is real and that uh, 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 then uh, yeah, I don't know for sure, I'd say for me, I believe it one hundred percent, but well, I'd say I believe it ninety eight percent and uh but I, I would say i don't people ask us that kind of that question all the time, man, are you guys uh going to you're promoting stuff are you guys, are you guys actually uh pro-gay or, or, or think that gay is not a sin. Uh, I mean, Joey just said he, d- he thinks it is a sin. I guess from reading the Bible, I would say I believe it to be a sin. I believe there's a shitload of sins in there that we, everybody in here does. And God goes, man, that's really messed up. You're in big trouble. Without me, <laughs> you are real messed up. If you, if you have a little bit of an anger issue right now where you're like, man, screw you, Matt, whatever. What's that going to look like a million years from now? You know what I mean? Tim Keller said that, and it just rings so true with me. If I have a little sin sin now, it's only going to get worse and bigger and crazier, and I'm going to want more control, more control, more knowledge, and I want to be God. I want to be God, and that's what it all leads to, I believe, in a sense. So I'm not worried about a sin changing the world and forgetting about God. We do a billion of them. So why are we so focused on on one for? And so, yes, we do promote sin. I'm not worried about it. I don't want to. I wish I didn't. Gosh, I wish I didn't. I, I long for the day to be sin-free and, and focused on God and, and all the good that was intended for me and what I was meant to be. so.
2: Always well, we sin, therefore we promote sin, right? Yeah. yeah. W- would
3: you say it's safe to say that we would love to encourage people not to even concern themselves with whether or not homeless, uh, gayness is a sin? Like, I mean, is that a fair statement, or would you even disagree with that?
0: I think it's okay to think about I sins. I definitely do. I mean, I, I believe it's uh, – here's, here's my point. If I'm hanging out with somebody who is gay and they ask me, do I think that homosexuality is a sin, then I will say yes. Let's go watch the football game. Let's go <laughs> hang out. Let's go have a cup of coffee, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, ask me about uh, do you think that me being really cruel to my wife when she was just trying to get my, uh, spend some time with me and I was like, oh, I just want to do my own thing. Is that a sin? They would say, yeah, okay. I mean, we can, you, you know what I mean? And I, I don't want to make that in a, a judgment on their identity. I believe that the goal would be that God, creator, uh, would be our identity, and then w- through that would change us. Not me convincing somebody that what they're doing is wrong. That, that doesn't hardly ever work. It doesn't even work with my kids. Hey, you, you, uh, you, did you just see what you did? I told you not to. That's messed up. My kids don't learn that way. If I go, listen, don't you see that when you punch your brother in the face <laughs> that – it's not good for you either. That's not good for you. You don't want to handle things that way. All right, next question. Who has another one?
3: Yeah, let's do a song. And then I thought we we'll were going to take a, a few more course. questions, aren't we? Well, why don't we get some more questions after the song?
0: Oh, I thought we were no, just we doing questions. we got the question now. juice. Let's do it. Yeah, we got the question juice. Let's do okay. it. This better be a good
2: one. Oh, wow. No pressure. Okay. What's your name and where are you from? Saxon.
1: I'm from Chico. Right. On.
3: And
2: my question is... Um, as far as it goes for me
3: in my life, uh, I don't really have a problem as far as cursing or, like, a convention towards it, and so... Um, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> 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 um, but I work... I, I serve in the junior hire at our church, and so, you know, I'm, you know, surrounded by a bunch of people that, you know, jump on the judgment bandwagon, you know, if they hear that so and so is doing this, and the gossip train comes, like, rolling through, and
4: it's just... It's really awful, and so, like... I, my question would be like, how do you how do you go about like your own personal life and your church life without being completely two faced about like your convictions?
2: You're saying that you you, hang, you go to this church and you're out in these things and cussing is frowned upon and reasonably so. It's a junior high ministry, not even, to mention even it's just, just the, the culture of the, the 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 church in general. Mm-hmm. And that's okay that you have one conviction, they have another. So, but you feel like, but but the, your question is, are you being two faced? By not speaking the way you'd speak at home or at this show, there. Yes. So your question is: Should I start cussing around the junior high kids? No, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> even though I don't want to, nobody wants me to. Just no. so, just in, just to make sure that I'm not two faced. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now I think I know you. You just you want to be you want to live as true to yourself as you possibly can, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think you can just reduce it to as simple as. I'm going to say shit in front of these guys, but not in front of my grandma. Is
2: that, but how is that not two faced? Is his question. I think because it's, a, good it's, question, re- by it's the way.
3: a matter of respect. Like, there are some people that are my peers, just like you guys, and they disagree with cussing. I'm not going to cuss in front of them. I'm just not. Now, they can listen to the podcast and be like, well, I mean, why are you a, talking about that? That's like a
2: generalization that? in a way. Like, there may be somebody in this room that's not okay with it. And certainly in our download audience, there is somebody that's not okay with it. But you're going to make that determination in a general way, and you may be right or wrong at any given time. Yeah, But, but I the think, safe right. side says, but what if somebody could possibly be offended, therefore I'll never right. say a right. now,
3: that's That's where I think we draw a line. This is a platform that people chose to come to. It's kind of interesting. In Seattle, there's actually, I'm guessing their ages, but there's one girl that was like 13 and then a little sister that was like 9. And our buddy Seth just busted out. Very first thing he said was the F word. And we were like, oh gosh. And uh, he actually went up to both of these girls and apologized to them and uh, their dad. But it's still one of those things to where they came to the Bad Christian podcast recording. So I think the dad had knowledge of it too. So I think that's a huge difference. So. My distinct I I think it goes to the whole question, don't cause your brother to stumble, like Which is what I was basically. Exactly. Here's where I think we go wrong with that. The people saw Jesus, they said, Oh, the Son of Man came eating and drinking, he's drinking alcohol, he must be a drunkard. He's eating, he must be a glutton. Well, then Jesus didn't live. How does somebody cuss and
2: cause somebody to stumble? I still am not clear on that. Well, because if I hear somebody stub their toe and say shit, I'm now going to what? (laughs) No, basically then, I mean, what, like, what is no, that going to cause? The, the stumbling
3: part is, oh, I thought Matt was a good guy with integrity not, and I don't I don't understand That is that. that that's that's what it's meaning. So basically Jesus he did not live stumbling by how means that Can somebody's I just not finish the scripture? Thought? We can get to that in a second. I just want to finish this up real quick. So Jesus that, then did not live by how we read Paul's scripture by stumbling. What I believe the stumbling verse would be is if you come over to my house and I know that you're struggling with alcohol and you're an alcoholic, I'm not going to offer you beer. In fact, I may even put the beer in a back room so you're not tempted. I have knowledge of you, but we can't live with – I mean, do you realize how much of a prisoner we would be if we were just like, crap, I don't want to eat this piece of cheesecake at Applebee's because there could be someone here – that may be tempted to eat cheesecake too, and they shouldn't eat cheesecake because they're way overweight. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, you just can't live that way. So, Matt, you're saying, yeah, I'm what? saying,
2: w- in what what possible scenario if I stub my toe and say, shit? Does that cause another Christian to start stumbling?
0: How but does I mean, if, if it's stumbling? a per, if it's a personal conviction, they just shouldn't do it. And if if but I'm saying, if, if, you if hear they do cuss, then they don't didn't like, have, It wasn't that big of a deal. Well,
2: how does that make you stumble? Like, dang it! Now he said it. I gotta say it. I want to say it so bad, but it's a personal conviction. But I heard him say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No. Okay.
3: I, I think oh, I can. Oh, that sounded so awesome. I wish I could say it, but I can't
2: because <laughs> my personal conviction. Oh I think,
3: shoot. I think I could. I think I can make sense out of this. What if I'm teaching my daughter? Look, when you're really mad at your brother, just don't say shut up. It's just really mean. It shuts him down and everything. And then you guys are at the table. She comes downstairs to get a drink of water, and you get mad at Toby, and you're just like, shut up. You don't think that would cause her to stumble? Now, that the, the whole thing is she is going to see adults. They are going to cause her to stumble in that capacity. But I think the stumbling is... She sees someone that she respects, and she's like, "Oh man, that's kind of lame." The point. So but, you but, would but apologize. That would be the so point. we should
2: never have it in the first place. That that the way you respect people is because they don't. I mean, like, why would you respect somebody based on the fact they don't say "shut up" or "shit"? No, she just
3: respects you in general. And so she saw you do something that she's been told not to do. You would have
1: a conversation well, with Rose, well, you'd be what like, I'm "Hey, that's That, was that, lame that, that is be setting
0: everybody that. up for the fall. The, the the big the big problem because. The truth is that would be way better if you said, hey, listen, if you are always telling your brother to shut up, that's, that's rude. That's not the way, best way to go. And then if she saw me say that, wow, that opens up a conversation. Well, I no, agree. So that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm good saying. Thing. You would have a conversation. It's a good thing. Like I actually even believe Seth saying the F word the other night opened up a conversation with a guy and his daughter. I agree. As opposed to going, yeah, just don't do that. My parents told me don't do anything, and then when I got to high school, everybody that said shit and fuck and damn and all that stuff were cool as hell. And I was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say shit and fuck and damn, and, and I'm going to smoke. <laughs> and they're way better than my parents. Yeah, yeah, they're but way cooler than my parents. And you know what? They actually like me. All my parents tell me to do is don't do that. So
3: that's not, I mean, I think what my I'm friends saying are there though, for me. I think what I'm saying, though, is the stumbling would be if you saw Rosa see you. No, the stumbling is saying just don't do something because.
2: If somebody hears a word they don't like, and they say, ooh, that's a gross Doo doo word. I don't like that word. <laughs> then they don't, I mean, that's not like, I mean, that not make okay, them stumble. It makes well, them go, ugh, yuck, I dwarfed. Well, don't with your like philosophy, then
3: why can't he, in, a, in front of a bunch of teenagers, just say, man, that's fucked up, shitheads. What's up? I'm the coolest fuck uh, youth pastor. <laughs> you took it too far with your analogy here. <laughs> I'm just saying that would be causing them to stumble. They'd be like, holy crap, that's messed up.
0: Only because Christians Wait, would say so, not the rest of the world wouldn't. You're it, just uh, like only, my only Christians,
2: just like my grandma. A- a- that's what I'm saying. I I only, her. only Christians
0: and grandmas would give a shit <laughs> if you say shit.
2: <laughs> you said those kids would go, "Oh, that's messed up." If you think something's messed up, how's that cause you to stumble? You hear about a serial killer because murdered five didn't. girls, and you go, "Oh, that's messed up. I better do it now." Because the church, listen. Because the church has not you don't set like it. Because the
3: church, his church has not set up a culture to have dialogue about cussing. It's a taboo thing that you just don't do. He's working in that culture. Now, if he doesn't like that culture, then he can say, you know what, I'm going to go to a church that are way more open and that actually has this stuff on the table. But he's chosen to be in a church where you just don't do that. So in that culture, okay. if he just busted out with a bunch of no, curse words...
2: I agree. I, okay, let me address your question directly. I do not think you should cuss at the junior high ministry. You shouldn't say I'm the coolest fucking pastor you can ever <laughs> follow. You shouldn't say that. I agree, but that I don't. I have don't think it bears any relation on stumbling. I don't think that's really the issue. I think it is. There's a certain culture. There's leadership. They have rules at church. You don't do this at funerals. You don't do this at Applebee's. You don't do this at a living room show. You do this, but you don't do. I mean, that those all those social norms are fine. There's. It's, it, you could even call it manners. But don't substitute it for the fact to say. But if somebody sees me do something bad. Now they're gonna do something bad.
3: So Toby, what is? And therefore, stumbling? I have
2: to hide in everything. That's the two-faced is when you when you think you are responsible for other people, like what you do, like is so important. And that's where we get all the two-facedness. Is yes, I am bad. I just can't let you know it. So cussing isn't bad. It's fine to cuss. It's fine not to. But it doesn't. You know what I mean? When you hide what you really are like and things that are bad is when you're two-faced. When you choose to do or not do something that's okay, that's freedom in Christ to do. But you don't have freedom in Christ to hide your sin. You don't have freedom for that. That you have to say. The stuff is not sin, you don't—you can do or not do.
0: Just saying no to something doesn't teach anybody anything. That's why I, as soon as I realized and started thinking on my own, got into high school, I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. I, I mean, it, it didn't prepare me. It didn't teach me anything. It just said, stay away from that because that's going to make you stumble. You'll start cussing, and then immediately you'll be uh, a pimp or something <laughs> terrible. You know what I mean? Like, seriously.
3: Like, uh, that's it. You'll. And that you, should be a bad Christian T-shirt. If you don't stop cussing, you're going to be a pimp. Yeah, <laughs> seriously.
0: For sure. But, I mean, that's not what Jesus did. Right. He said, hey, listen, I'm going to hang out with you. You, you regardless of what you're doing. You, you know, you need me and all this stuff. So,
3: Is there yeah. anybody here that would say um, – Hey, we love you guys, but we totally disagree. We think cuss there is uh, cussing is a moral yeah, issue. Joey wants to point you out. Okay, cool. You have a question? Can uh, someone get a sure. mic? Where's? The? Yeah, you got the can you hand it? Did somebody no, steal yeah, the just, microphone?
4: Oh, there it is. Yeah, somebody stole it. No, I was just gonna say, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like Paul says, like um, I act when I I act this way to win some people over, and I act another way to win some people over, and kind of, and I think that. I feel like that's like the whole like two phase thing that people are worried about, where it's like, you know, I act this way so I can, you know, relate to these people. I act this way to relate to s- other people um, and things like that. I think I feel like that's kind of what.
3: I agree. Yeah. Uh, obviously, minus sin. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I would say the goal is always uh, just to spread the gospel in the best way possible, and that might be, you know. Uh, hanging out with people like like Jesus did. Hang out with disciples or hang out with prostitutes or hang out with tax collectors or hang out with whoever. Trust what you believe and believe it fully. You know what I mean? Don't be scared that you don't believe strong enough so somebody's going to change your mind about God because they said the word shit. If that's the case, if somebody can say the word shit and you don't believe... I love how you say it,
3: shit. (laughs) Yeah, that
0: uh, Shit. Uh, And you don't... uh, Believe in God as much anymore? What were you believing anyway? You know what I mean? Like it, it just doesn't make any sense. I, I believe in Jesus so strongly and so purely, and what He's done for me. That say whatever you want. I'm, not, I don't want to uh, try to. You can try to convince me of something else by your actions or whatever. But I, I believe. I do. I, you can tell me. I mean, it's the same thing as saying, "Hey, you know what? Two plus two does not equal." It equals five. I'm not going to believe you. Yeah, two plus two equals four. I know it. So that's all i got to worry about. Right on. Joey, what is the one thing that this crowd could use? <laughs> not your tunes. No, no, no. Please turn that off. Dear God, turn that off.
3: Um, I think cushions.
0: Yeah, cushions for their butts.
3: Um, I think maybe for some of them, unfortunately, a cigarette. That would hurt their lungs, but for some of them, that's what they want. So yeah, cushions and cigarettes. That's not what I was going for. So hey, guys, thanks for being here no, for the badgering. No, pre- hey, podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. I,
2: I to- completely disagree with you. I think that th- what this crowd could use, because we've been talking a lot of bullshit for the most of this podcast, and I think what we've they called, could no, use
3: bullshit. I think
2: what they, I think <laughs> what they could use is a dose of truth in the purest form. All right, where's that's the Bible? That's what I think too. Can you guys where's use some truth right now?
1: And, Where's uh, the Bible?
2: Uh, out there, w- what what do you guys know is your main source for truth out there, podcast listeners? News with
1: Toby. <laughs> News, with, News Toby. with Toby. Thank Toby. you. Okay.
2: Thank you, Chico, California.
3: In a world in Chico. Hey, go ahead. You didn't start yet. In a
0: world where you attend a living room show where the actual podcast that's being performed causes you to stumble. <laughs> My name is Toby Morrell. This is News with Toby. Thank you guys for being here tonight. <laughs> Guys, I have a uh, my first news tonight is uh, very near and dear to my heart and your heart and Mm -hmm. maybe your heart too. Screw a twelve pack of Bud 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 Light (laughs) Budweiser. I'm going to Texas and I'm going to buy a ninety nine pack of beer. Whoa, ninety
2: nine pack. Pack
3: of how many? Ninety nine. What do you think? No, how many? Oh, a pack of (laughs) ninety nine beer. I thought you meant ninety nine cents. I was like ninety nine cents for how many beers?
0: Ninety nine pack. Beer packaging has just gotten a lot bigger in Texas, where a small brewery is launching a 99-pack of Peacemaker Ale. The seven-foot-long pack consists of three rows of 33 cans that tip the scales at 82 pounds and will likely have a retail price of about $99. Oh, my gosh. And it's in Austin, and the Beer Works plans to put the first 99-pack on the shelves this week. Uh, They said they started it out as a joke, but then everybody kind of took it seriously and liked (laughs) it, (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that'd be all." Awesome. If I walked in and there was a, that huge of a case of beer, I'd be right. like, I mean, yeah. I've
2: got a, few, a couple of thoughts on this. First of all, um, you know when you get a six-pack of beer and it's got the plastic rings on it? Well, this ninety nine pack of beer is gonna kill a lot of turtles and dolphins. No. No, you don't you know have to it's and got it's th- got a ninety nine rings of plastic all the way. All turtles it. will be killed by yeah, it. It'll It'll be be in the, <laughs> and yeah. and two, nothing would nothing would be better than a whatever it is, you know, the five foot sub and a ninety nine pack of beer for tailgating. Oh That's gosh, so I didn't even think to about to that. So, yeah. A huge sub, five your, your foot case sub, of beer. And a 99 pack of beer. Hey, do you think beer, it so. had
3: anything to do with the song 99 Bottles of Beer? I the thought world? that
0: same thing. I thought
3: the exact same thing 99 yeah. Bottles of
0: Beer. So I don't know. Anyway, I don't think they actually have the plastic rings on it. It's okay. not, it's just, it's in a case. And, it, and the case is designed to put ice in it as well. So it becomes its own seven foot cooler.
2: <laughs> well, thank God. Thank God they're doing that because otherwise the contribution to global warming would have been enormous. Oh, I know. I know. I know yeah. for sure. So, all right, my next story.
0: That was from, a good story.
2: Hey, thanks, man.
0: Ninety-nine. I've seen you drink ninety-nine beers before in one night. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> we'll I have to edit that. Okay. Sorry. We don't. Wanna, we don't <laughs> want anybody to stumble. Yeah, you didn't do that. Sorry. Man fakes kidnapping so he can party without girlfriend.
3: Man, what?
0: How many? How many of you guys have done that before? Be, be honest, right now. <laughs> this comes from the Huffington Post. A British man was fined after he called, (laughs) called and texted his girlfriend saying that he'd been kidnapped over a debt equivalent to eighty-two dollars.
2: So it'd been like forty-one pounds, maybe. Yeah,
0: he said that he told the lie so that he could stay out and continue partying. Uh, this issue is serious because his girlfriend took the claim seriously and called the police and mm-hmm. said that my my boyfriend has been kidnapped and so please and so the police had to spend money trying to find him and everything and then they She just called
2: pissed. him he called her and said that he was currently kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. Like I need some help right now. He said yeah, he texted her and said, I'm he, being kidnapped. No, he, he he texted her and said I'm being kidnapped. Don't worry, I'll be home around 3 or 4. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll get out of it around three or four. They're forcing me to drink alcohol and dance on the table. I should be home around three or four. I think I can handle this.
0: Yeah, basically he just wanted to stay out and he knew his girlfriend wouldn't believe him no matter what, so he texted her, Hey, I'm in the back of, I'm in a trunk. I can't get out. I owe eighty two dollars. So I'll see the the
3: you. I'll see you at four AM and she calls the police Matt, and what happens. Matt, what would you do if we heard Toby <laughs> in the back seat of the car? We're all hanging out. At Charleston is just like hey, Jessica. I'm in a trunk of a car right now. I'm not going to be able to come home for. It. <laughs> and then he's just like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm sorry. Just pray." And he's just like, "All right, guys, what do you what do you want to do?" I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I can't believe she fell for that though. Y you're right.
2: It does seem weird that she would fall for. Uh, hey, I'm being kidding. Wouldn't she think that's a joke? Well, it's weird. I mean, I think we've seen. I mean, we've seen this many times play out where where people tell a story like that, and then and then they're. <laughs> they're later found out i mean there's people that we know and uh, we you know not naming names or anybody but we've we've known people and experienced people that have told pretty insane stories before that they sound pretty bogus to us right it turns out they were in fact bogus. but is
0: it just a? Uh, I mean basically this guy's just stu- super stupid right because he could have just said i have a flat tire yeah and not not be in jail now <laughs> yeah he's in jail he now. went to jail for what for that, because the, the cops had to, had to come out, and they spent a lot of resources trying to find him. They were searching for kidnappers. Mm.
2: He didn't... Re- all he did was lie to his girlfriend, though. He, no, yeah, but that... The lying to your girlfriend shouldn't get that's you true. in jail. I didn't think... I, don't I mean... Think. Yeah, like, so I she think should go to jail for she calling the go authorities. To jail for that. No, I don't think she should, sure. I'm she should have. sure. She should have kept her if damn If you mouth lie to shut. your girlfriend, that you should not <laughs> no, have to go to jail for that. No, like you, I don't think you should. Mm. I don't... I try not to lie to my wife. If I do, I don't think I should go to jail. That's true. He's probably happy when he went to jail, right. too, then. He's like, well, at least my girlfriend's not here. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: <laughs>
0: uh, this film comes from the Portsmouth, uh, UK. man. Portsmouth? In, yeah. Portsmouth? Probably Portsmouth. I say Portsmouth. <laughs> man in court for pretending to be a ghost and wooing in a cemetery. <laughs> Who hangs out in cemeteries? Did he go
2: to jail for this?
0: Actually, you're going to find out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Stollard had been out drinking when he, when he went to the Kingston Cemetery. While there with his friend Martin, Stollard was seen kicking a football at graves <laughs> before making ghostly noises within sh- earshot of people visiting graves. <laughs> <laughs> He was reported to the police who arrested him and charged him with using threatening or abusive words or behavior that likely that were likely to cause distress.
2: That's (laughs) ridiculous.
0: He was throwing himself backwards, waving his arms about, going woo (laughs) (laughs) He has accepted that his his lawyer says that he's accepted that his behavior was bad and he just wants to apologize, but he still got into trouble and is going to jail for a little bit. So you can't even joke around.
2: We're talking about being inappropriate. I mean, like I, I think that's I think that's insane because it essentially, to me, sounds like the police put people in jail for bad manners.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they come up
2: with a charge or whatever. But if you have inappropriate manners, they will do something to you. They'll try and put you in jail. Make you get. He has to get a lawyer. Like his lawyers are going to help yeah. him with it, but he had to pay for a lawyer because he made a joke that was
0: bad.
1: Well, it manners. seems
2: like they would have got him for more for like being publicly drunk or something. But if they couldn't prove that, I can't. I mean, yeah, but the whole mentality behind that is I just don't like this guy and what he's doing, so I want to. Pun- we just want to punish him. So that maybe we could get him for public drunk. Maybe we could get him for making a woo sound. Maybe we can get him for. What, you know, whatever it but, is. But, I mean, that's
0: what he's trying to do to you. I mean, if your wife just died and you're sitting at her gravesite and this guy's doing that, he's just trying to get you and you're just trying to get
2: him, right? <laughs> and, but he should go to jail. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think low-level woo offenders should be put in jail. Low-level right. uh, pranksters should not be in jail. Low-level uh, drug criminals, you got to let them out, of course. But even pranksters, we gotta keep them out of the jails too. Clogging up the pipe. All right,
3: so last news segment w- on News with Toby is um the biggest game of the weekend predictions, Georgia and Clemson.
2: I'm ma- the- I don't really wanna I don't really wanna make a prediction because when this episode airs That's true. We're gonna look really stupid. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go super bold and say there's clearly No chance that Georgia could defeat Clemson. I'm that confident about it. I'm just going to go for it. I'm sure that I'll be validated three weeks from now when this episode comes out. And Clemson, three weeks from now when this episode comes out, Clemson will be playing Florida State at that time. So... I'm going to vouch to say that Clemson will either be or be on the threshold of being number one in the country. This will come out after that I'm going to say my – So, at this (laughs) point, by the time you're listening to this podcast, Clemson should should be number number one one in the the country. Hell yeah. They will have beaten Georgia and Florida State, and we should be number one in the
0: country. I've been trying to convince these guys for the last three weeks because we're going to be in Reno watching this game that we should all go – bet $100 on this game that Clemson will win
3: and they won't do it so no no, no. that Clemson will win the national well, championship. So, uh, well, yeah national yeah. championship or this game
2: I think I think the score is going to be 31 21 I think I think we'll certainly can cover the spread at 10 points if that's what it is and so if you, you need how interested be. are you in in this part of the podcast guys? sports <laughs> we do
0: sports spreads now and that was news with Toby thank you guys very much I appreciate it
3: I'll tell you guys real quick um, that right over here, if if you stand up, you can see them. We've got three different T-shirts, and we've got sweatshirts. We've got a book. Uh, For those of you that don't know, we wrote a book back in, I don't know, six months ago. It's
2: like in 01 or... 90s. There's like some really,
3: really dirty stuff about Matt, Toby, and I, and we're just trying to be real and be open. So maybe you already have the digital copy, but we have hard copies, bumper stickers, and that sort of thing. And then Matt wants to tell you something real quick, something brand new that we start doing. Um, what we've always been is uh, – well, I'll let you take it from here because I would.
2: Um, yeah, for sure, it, it does. We appreciate if you that you guys have been supporters of Bad Christian in all the ways that you have, from buying shirts online and and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, what we've started doing lately is a lot of people have asked us, can they contribute to us? In what ways can they? And a lot of people have asked, can they contribute financially to us? And we say definitely. So let's figure out a way to make that possible. So we made it a, a spot on our website, the podcast. Page, um, We want people to, if they feel like it, we want to make sure all our content's always free or at least as much content as we can put out for free, we will. And if people want to pay for that, what they think it's worth, whether it be a quarter an episode or a dollar an episode, I think is pretty good. I think a dollar. What do you think? Dollar an episode?
0: One million dollars.
2: No, just a dollar. I think a oh, dollar yeah. an episode would dollar. be reasonable. If you really like it and you f- would like to support us and help us to continue to do it, then a dollar an episode would be a sweet amount, and you can do that right on our website. So we're, we're listener supported, but uh, we take support in every possible form, starting just at compliments on the way we dress. That's all. That's a minimum kind of thing. Is just to just say you're taller than I expected and a little slimmer. So we're supported from that way all the way till you know you get you can you know financially support us as well. So thank you guys for th- this overwhelming support that you've given us. Um, that makes us be on the road, that makes us continue to write blogs and do all the stuff we do, is something that we never intended to be as big as it is. And I mean that sincerely, like, that we would not be here if you weren't here. There's no, of course we wouldn't do it live. And uh, the amount of downloads we get, and the amount of support we get, is, is is truly unbelievable, and and we appreciate it. And so, it's only encouraging to us, and makes us want to do this more and uh, get better at doing what we do. So, yeah. And
0: yeah. if we actually, you know, uh, on this podcast, said something like "eat shit" and it made you stumble and actually eat shit, we are sorry.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Chico, for being part of the Bad Christian Podcast. Tell all the listeners out Did there, you see you, you later. later. See y'all next week. We'll be in Sacramento.